You're listening to the Sports Talk Podcast with Darcy Waldegrave from News Talk ZB. Right, Neil Manthorpe, respected South African cricket journalist, to join the Country Sport Breakfast this morning to have a yak about the upcoming, it's obviously in summer, in 2024, uh, tour by the Proteus to New Zealand. Neil then went on to explain that there's a really good chance that, well, a C or maybe even a D side is going to be the touring side. But it's the message, it's the image, it's the the lack of respect, I suppose, yeah. for what's always been the greatest format of the game. That um, this decision, oh look, it it is. It's really hard to try and um, to to remain rational about it. Just just to put the numbers into context, fifty eight of the country's best players, albeit most of them white ball specialists, will be unavailable. They are yeah. all contractually bound to play in the SA20. You're looking at, at cobbling together a team. You know, it's a C or a D team that'll be coming out to play in the World Test Championship. <laughs> At least we'll get points. <laughs> I suppose that's a positive to it, isn't it? 11 minutes after 7, that was Neil Manthorpe speaking with the Country Sport Breakfast. This morning, to uh, flesh this out more on this, we're now joined by Brian Waddle. Good evening, Brian. G'day, Darcy. We're looking forward to a summer of cricket after we haven't really had many recently, and we've got uh, two tests against the Australians and two tests against the South Africans, but as Neil Manthorpe has described, it might be South Africa D due to their T20 competition. What are your thoughts in this space? Well, that'll be disappointing. In fact, an insult, of course, to uh, all test cricketers because uh, test cricket, the players tell us, is the pure form of the game a game they most love to play, yet they find excuses not to play it because of the money that's made by T20 competitions. But I think New Zealand were expecting this to happen. The Cricket South Africa had approached them about changing the itinerary for the international program in January, February and into early March. But the Australians are here right after South Africa's two tests and Pakistan just before it. So it's a busy time. New Zealand probably could have shuffled their schedule, but of course that would have meant Pakistan and Australia shuffling theirs as well. So uh, they have uh, stuck with the itinerary that they've decided, and it means we are not going to see, it seems anyway, their uh, top test match players, Rabada, uh, Nokia, and uh, Timber Vavuma, and and many of their other leading batsmen, their top batting players, which means that um, they're going to be... yeah, sending a B, C or D team. But they turn out a lot of cricketers. We've got a few of them playing for New Zealand. So they develop them. Well, I suppose this the, the wider problem here is the, the way that they're trying to shoehorn the cash cow that is T20 cricket into the test schedule. And tests are coming off second best. Do you see this changing or is that cash cow just running away in the paddock as big as a, well, a house? Well, it's always going to be there. But I don't see it continuing for a long period. I think that there will be some of those T20 competitions that will be successful. The IPL will always be successful. I think Australia are finding at the moment that the Big Bash isn't generating the revenue or the audiences that they expected, but it will still uh, be carried along. And, of course, they're developing competitions in America, the Caribbean, through the uh, the Emirates and places like that. Um, it just means that uh, test cricket is going to be... Uh, to some extent, put on the back burner. I hope, hopefully it doesn't um, go to the stage where we don't see test cricket. I don't think that will happen. 
because you look at what happened in, in, in England and Australia through the winter months when the ashes were an absolute uh, dynamic view and a huge success. In Australia, England and India will always have successful test match programs. It's the other nations that I worry about. And, of course, if South Africa are doing this with their T20, it may well be that uh, other countries will look at them and say, well, we don't want South Africa if that's what you're going to do. But, of course, their summer months are uh, the same as ours and Australia, and they therefore can spend the rest of the year going to the other venues. So, you know, it's, uh, it's a difficult situation. Uh, I, I like to be glass half full and uh, see that it won't impact, but it's certainly going to change the test match setup for you know the conceivable future. What about the thought, Brian, of New Zealand cricket actually packing a sad and going fine? If you're not sending your best team, don't worry about it. We're not having you over here. How much would that Im- impact them? I suppose on the the grander scale of cricket and also financially, would that be something they'd even think of doing? Oh, I'm sure they might like to be able to do that, but that's basically, um, yeah. I, I, I'm not. I'm not sure that that's the ideal way of going about it. They just have to accept the side that is sent over here. Uh, there are times when we don't send our best players for various reasons, injuries and uh, other contracts. You know, the fact that uh, you know somebody could look at us and say, "Well, you don't send Trent Bolt <laughs> to us these days." Um, so you're not sending your best players either, um, you know, and, and you know that's a that's a reasonable enough argument. I'm sure they would like to be able to do that, but I think they'd be cutting off their nose to spite their face. They're not really willing to comment on internal South African cricketing politics, which is exactly what it is. Is that the right stance to take from NZC? Yeah, I think they have to. Uh, I think they will make their point quietly in the background and say to South Africans that they're not happy with it. I'm sure that's already gone on because this issue has been around for about six weeks. We heard the possibility of them having their competition and not sending their frontline players about six weeks ago. And now that it's got to the stage where contracts are coming up, they have finally decided the uh, situation is that they won't be sending their frontline players. Um you know, uh, that's that's just, uh, I guess, living in the reality world at the moment and uh, New Zealand just have to accept it. But I'm sure they've made their point to the South Africans, bearing in mind South Africa will probably want New Zealand and other countries to repay uh, their uh, views at some other time. Test cricket alive and well when it comes to India, Australia and England, we know this. Looking at that and the crowds in South Africa, which aren't great to be nice on it, are they giving up on it? Is this kind of almost the death of Test cricket in the Republic? Well, it, it could well be. Um, you know, it, it's certainly alive and well in England and Australia. Um, we've had a great um, winter program, albeit through the night and very uh, sleepless nights they were at times for those of us who enjoyed uh, the ashes. Uh, South Africa may well be looking and say it's not generating the revenue that the T20 competition can and so they've decided that that is more important to them bearing in mind of course that their uh, summer months are highlighted by test matches they've always had a test match on Boxing Day at Cape Town and New Zealand have played test matches over there at the winter months but of course this is in February when they've been in our country in the past. And uh, so, you know, the, they've had a, a change and decided that uh, the T20 competition uh, 
is for that period of their season. So, uh, you know, it's it's just, uh, you know, accepting the reality of the way things are going at the moment. What has to happen, of course, is we have to see some leadership from the international cricket community and uh, they have to have a proper window for some of these T20 tournaments that are going on around the world so that we can still have the Future Tours program and the World Test Championship, which I think is gaining momentum and interest for the public. Um, and, and, you know, those things have to be cared for by the administrators. And we have a New Zealander who's the chairman of the ICC who seems to think that, uh, unfortunately, T20 competitions are the way of the world, that there's no or not enough room for test cricket anymore. Hence, of course, the fact that we only have two tests every series that happens in this country, which is, from my point of view, a pointless exercise. For more from Sports Talk, listen live to News Talk ZB from 7 p.m. weekdays or follow the podcast on iHeartRadio. If you enjoyed this podcast, you will love our New Zealand Herald podcast, The Little Things, hosted by me, Francesca Rudkin, and my good friend, Louise Airy. We focus on all the little things that you can do to make a positive impact on your life and to cut through the confusion from the health and wellness industry. Join us every Saturday to hear from the experts for all the tips and advice you need. Just search The Little Things on iHeartRadio or wherever you get your podcasts.